Hello and welcome to episode two of the Covered in Dust podcast. I'm Dan and with me I've got James today and we're two students in Leeds and we're just going to be looking a little bit at the topic of joy today. So I thought um, a great place to start is Google, (laughs) if that's right. Um, But I thought it'd be interesting because um, you're probably aware that there's kind of two sides to joy. So a biblical side, and then I guess what the internet says. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to start. Um, I'm going to start out in the internet. Um, hang, hang on a sec. So I just thought it'd be helpful to. We just lost of, loads of listeners. Yeah, be helpful to define what war, where we're coming from. So if you kind of Google joy, um, Google defines it as a feeling of great pleasure and or happiness. Um, I think obviously immediately for me that's kind of not what the Bible says mm. but well it, well it is but it's more than that yeah um, James do you have any kind of thoughts as to I guess what the Bible's edition is yeah to what I guess Google says that joy is <laughs> well yeah I say, no, I, say, I, say I say Google I say kind of not the Bible yeah no I mean I think I think we can just end it there Google's got it <laughs> uh, and, uh, <laughs> but yeah I kind of just what stuck out to me about that definition is just the fact the word um, what was it Fe- it said feeling at some point what, a, feeling a feeling of great of, pleasure and total happiness yeah ju- just the word feeling stood out to me um, because well I'm just um, I've been very aware sort of uh, maybe the past year or whatever that um, feelings are not reliable they're not trustworthy um, and even feeling even feelings that we perceive as good and how Google might talk about joy being a feeling even those kind of feelings we can't trust them we can't rely on them because feelings come and go and I guess yeah I think that's a I think having that mindset of joy is a feeling is a problem because then you're because feelings go up and down all the time that they're, they're they go all over the place um and i think if you think joy comes as a feeling um then it's just gonna have negative effects i guess when when your feelings are going up and down you're not feeling joyful you're gonna think there's something wrong or you know you, you're probably gonna be too self-critical thinking what's why why is my joy gone um yeah, so that would be my sort of first critique of that definition, mm-hmm. I guess. Okay, I it's interesting because I I'd almost say that that's not not joy, that's... but that's not all it is. Okay, so for me, looking at it, oh yeah, so kind of saying. looking at it through yeah. the lens of the Bible, mm. I think that's that um, is in joy, but yeah, so like, obviously the Bible tells us that feelings of joy are. Yeah, an effect of joy, but they are not joy in itself. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, well, if we if we look at the Bible and it tells us that um, joy is only found in in Jesus, mm-hmm. um, so therefore, if you if you said that kind of joy was feelings, then like you just said, that would be 
um, not helpful mm. because obviously you know kind of feelings do go up and down yeah um, and I think you know when we when we kind of the, the whole thread of the bible sort of points towards joy being kind of more than that yeah um, it, you know being kind of a, a, something in your soul um, almost like a well I, I think something that a phrase that comes to mind for me is kind of a bottom line yeah um, less yeah, of yeah. a less of a kind of high <clears throat> yeah yeah on the you know emotional spectrum yeah no definitely I'd agree with that yeah the kind of image that came to my mind is kind of like um <laughs> it's kind of you know in I think it's in Spectre the James Bond film when he's like um right at the end spoilers um when he's sort of running through when he gets he saves um the the girl from um the exploding building and as they they sort of jump they're on the top floor and the building's exploding and he jumps and there's like a safety net and they sort of land in it um that's the kind of like that's a bit of a long way to explain it but that's kind of the image that i have have when i think of joy is sort of um a safety net um and i think that's i think definitely i've seen it be a safety net in my life just from the change that I've had um, in terms of mental health the longer I've been walking with Jesus and um, the closer I've been walking with him um, like from the start of my walk I had you know I struggled with um, depression and things like that and so I've got to this point now and you know I want to be careful I'm not saying that a Christian can't be depressed that's not true but just I have an understanding that when I have bad days um, it they're never ever as bad as they were before because I have almost that underlying that safety net that I can't go below because and I think that that safety net is is truth it's scripture Um, it's like when you know the truth the truths of the Bible and the things to be thankful for that God has done I think they form a kind of safety net, um, which I think that's really worth. I think it's really worth looking at scripture when you're sort of struggling to maintain joy. I think, um, yeah. Mm, yeah, I, it's interesting you brought up kind of the idea of like mental health and stuff. Yeah. Um, would what would you say? In what way would you say joy influences that? You kind of touched on the idea of like kind of don't go as low yeah but like what what would I guess I guess my question is like kind of why why um why I if, don't go if, as low if someone said to you like why is that different then okay you kind of talked about truth and stuff but like what would you say is the kind of the difference then what what how is that what is that safety net consist of okay if that um, makes sense kind of um I might answer it wrong but I think just the kind of idea of when I'm well when I felt down before um, I say before sort of before um, I became a Christian and um, sort of short sort of the time after I became Christian um, in the sort of the early the early period um, sort of the the sort of way my mental health would go there'd be triggers that would uh, yeah I think that's that's it there'd be like external triggers that would just mm-hmm. trigger me to go into like a downward spiral you know um, 
I can't think particularly, but it could just be someone could say something um, and it could just make me feel a bit insecure. And then those thoughts kind of feed each other and they get more and more. And it just goes out of proportion. Um, you know, I think it's that external input. Um, but I think so now I'm I'm kind of not, not really affected. You know, I, I still it's not ideal if someone's abusing you verbally or even physically but it's it's not the same at all because I kind of I know what my identity is I know where it's based hmm. um, yeah and I think as well sort of even when I'm having because I think you can also have low days that aren't externally triggered they just sort of happen and I've had a couple you know during this quarantine time um, and one thing I've kind of learned I got to a point which I think is quite common for Christians where you're, you're kind of thinking oh like what's going on why am I not joyful like, I should be like so happy right now because um, you know of all the promises God has made why am I feeling down and you beat yourself up a bit but I think that's missing the point that's not what joy is joy is not you, you can be joyful and feel sad and I think it's that idea don't beat yourself up that's something I, I learned is like sometimes it's all right you have a rough day you're just kind of like do a quick prayer you know lord i'm having a rough day I'm, i don't know how to deal with it but i just leave it with you and we'll speak again later or tomorrow when i'm feeling better um it's that i do it's it's okay to have bad days i guess i i don't think that answers your question but no i know that that makes a lot of sense mm. yeah i kind of what you said sort of came out i think to me was this idea of identity yeah I think that's something that I sort of felt kind of when I was sort of mulling over the idea of joy Yeah, was that um, kind of a bit like the safety net that the often kind of we had to have these highs and lows but actually yeah. because we're rooted in something that's other than ourselves mm. kind of our identity is kind of remains in that mm. and I think um, yeah I guess just you know things like materialism can all I can all suck sort of um the the joy out of your life yeah. I think too often than you know who who you are and um a lot of the time what we kind of consume as well has mm. a I often think a kind of a detrimental effect on kind of our, our joy in the sense of um you know what what we what comes into us yeah where that's actually that can be physical in terms of food or <clears throat> stuff like media. Um, mm. I think these are all really important um, considerations to, to think about um, as, as a Christian when you're thinking, you know, why why am I having such these highs and lows? Mm. Um, obviously, that's not to say that kind of um, as a Christian, <clears throat> we, we shouldn't have them. But I think I guess that a, a really important question to <coughs> ask is, you know, what's your kind of diet? Uh, yeah. when, when I say diet, I... <laughs> food yeah but actually like, what's your kind of media diet yeah no I um, like that oof you should write that and down I, th I think like <laughs> I think you know as I, I want to say kind of materialism but like in the sense of you know what how are you kind of fulfilling kind of those lows if that makes sense mm. so you know if uh, someone might kind of just like buy new things and I think um, that that gets your your gets your mind into a rhythm of being happy at, at a certain point yeah and being being happy when you've reached um 
I don't know, new new jacket, whatever. All you know, it's different for everyone. Um, you know, or kind of eating certain food. And I think it's important to realize that there's nothing wrong with like enjoying things, but we have to realize that actually, if we put our heart into things that are not Jesus, then mm. we see that they are going to give us a, I guess, a bumpy ride, as it as it were. Um, but yeah, I, I guess, how do you see um, joy affecting your sort of life decisions? Would you say, James? Um, well, I think just just coming off what you said about I really like that idea of diet. Um, I think that's that's so true, and I think um, well, <laughs> I was trying to desperately think of this Bible verse. Yeah, so um, that that verse Jesus didn't actually say it. It's a uh, in Proverbs four twenty three, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. But I just can't remember what it is, so we'll have to do a little edit and put it in. Yeah. But um, it's that verse. I think it's no, I'm not going to guess. We can do an edit. Um, where Jesus says, um, you know, what the everything flows from the heart, um, and it's that idea. And also the kind of I got also thought thought of the verse, you know, the eye is the window to the soul. Yeah. Um, that idea that what we take in through what we watch, through what we hear, through what we do as well, I think, is not just I think it's more than what we think it is, so it can have more of an effect on us than we than we think. Um and yeah, what you're saying about sort of media and things, um I remember I wrote down in my um, journal ages ago on joy um, about the fact that I'd been up and down with moods um, and I was kind of like searching what what is going on where is my joy gone and I realised that every time I had a, a, a boost of joy I'm doing like air quotations because it's not you know technically correct a boost but um, like every time I felt joy um, it ca- it came after spending time with God or thinking about God um, and so I sort of concluded that um, every time I feel, I guess, every time I feel separated from joy or maybe like I'm struggling to rejoice or feel joy, that it is because something has come between God and me. And I think that's what it is because, as you said earlier, like our joy is found in Jesus. And when we struggle to have that, you know this is just a thought I had it might be wrong but I think it's because something has come between us and God maybe we haven't even realised it Um, and it could be things like what you're saying you know when we feel down and we try and do things to cheer ourselves up Mm -hmm. um, I've definitely I think during this time of isolation I think it's I think everyone's struggling with that where it's kind of you're faced with the the reality of of your full self, you know, in the quiet, in the quiet time, you're you're faced with everything. You're aware of all yourself. You know, it's harder to distract yourself because there's not as many things to do, um, and so we might, you know, just binge watch Netflix or whatever. But that's an, even though that might make us feel a little bit better, that's not ideal, um, and that's something I've been really struggling with in terms of trying to do is when we're re- when I'm really feeling down not to try and fill my mind with watching those YouTube videos but just sort of 
I don't know, just sort of sit and try and pray, maybe read the Bible, literally force myself to do it because I know that his presence is where joy is and he is healing that I'm not going to get from Netflix. Mm. Um, despite how many series I binge watch. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's really good, actually. We need to um, put deliberately put ourselves um, kind of when we reach that low. Mm. We need we need to I think take ourselves out of that, um, but I think what what I found really interesting, kind of when you when you look at the Bible is that um, joy is actually kind of good for us, um, not just spiritually, um, physically as well, yeah. and kind of mentally. And I think that's you know that, that's that's really important to to consider because it's not just something that's does something for our heart; it's kind mm. of our soul. And I th- I think for me that's. I guess um, the way that the Bible ties in, in the sense that joy is something that kind of mm. is within our soul, and that for that reason it kind of it comes into our, our heart, our kind of our head, our kind of our body, mm. and it's a it's a it's a different feeling than kind of a spike of of um, happiness that you kind of might attribute with with joy um, if you kind of weren't looking at the Bible. Um, but I yeah I think I guess personally for me something that I've really found joy in has been kind of slowing down mm. um, and I think when when you look at like kind of Jesus lifestyle it you kind of you can't get away from this this kind of fact that he was kind of he, he had a full schedule but he, he kind of never hurried in that mm. which I really liked I think that's something that kind of kind of goes back to what we were saying last week but I for me that's been something that's really changed my joy so yeah I guess what that looks like is kind of having kind of time and energy for people and things um and I think that's something that something that's lit, really little but that's kind of you know give given given me joy um without you know doing something kind of hugely different with my life I've actually found that um, when I've had more time and kind of space, um, kind of I guess it's it's like a you could, you could call it like a margin mm. I think, um, which I've I sort of hadn't really thought about before, but it's kind of that idea of um, the the space between how much you can take, um, whether that's physically, mentally, <clears throat> to the between that point and kind of you know our actual like our limits like how how much do you have between where you're at to the kind of you know the point where you sort of crash mm. i guess i think that was what i realized that kind of i needed to have in my life and not be pushed <clears throat> up against that upper limit yeah yeah no that's yeah i like that it's kind of i think the sort of passage that came um to mind again i've you know, I can't remember what it is. We'll do another edit, but uh, yeah. So that um, reference was Mark chapter six, um, and it, Jesus is rejected from his hometown. Then he sends out his disciples, and then he hears John the Baptist is beheaded. So it's in that order. Um, I was watching. I've been watching the Spring Harvest um, daily devotionals that Pete Gregg did um, this week, and one of them that he did was. Um, about Jesus um, when he sends 
oh, I need to try and remember the chapter, but I can't. He basically he sends the he sent the disciples off um, to to go and um, basically on a mission trip. You know when he says mm-hmm. um, go and do this in my name. Um, don't take a bag. Don't take yeah, extra yeah. shoes. That kind of thing. Um, and they all and I think just before that. Um, Jesus has been rejected from his hometown. Um, so he's like, he's gone to his hometown where people know him the best um, and they've rejected him from there. Um, so like he's ha- got these, you can imagine the sort of, because we have to remember Jesus was a, a man as well, you know, he's just been rejected from his hometown by friends and neighbours. You can imagine the the sort of pain that he has. And he sent the disciples off and and then, then he gets the news that John the Baptist, his his cousin, um, the guy who like came before Jesus' ministry, um, like telling people about Jesus, um, has been killed. So Jesus has got all these emotions where he's struggling with, and his disciples come back from their mission, and he takes them away to a quiet place. He's like, let's let's go, let's go to a quiet place, and I think. Um, quite often you see Jesus going to retreating into the wilderness or a quiet place Um, and I think it's that that's been really standing out to me at the moment as we are kind of in a time where we're in the quiet place I guess Um, and I think I can't can't remember the name of the guy but Pete Gregg in his devotional quote of this guy who said that um, solitude um, is the place of great struggle um, but also a great encounter um, and it's that idea that we need that rest um, that Jesus had to recharge um, mm. because we're not we're not meant to just sort of keep going and then wonder where, why are we not feeling joyful, why are we struggling I think the way we're designed is to have rest um, yeah. and stuff like that which I think the practice of Sabbath is really important as well but mm. that can be for another time <laughs> Yeah, I know. I really, really relate to that actually. But I think um, kind of a quote that um, stuck out to me was from from Mark John Comer's his his latest book and John Mark Comer. John Mark Comer. What did I say? Mark John Comer. I I, I just miles it. <laughs> anyway, he 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 says this. Um, Jesus's weekly schedule was a prophetic act against the hurried rhythms of our world, um, and I. I just I really I really kind of fell into the words in that um in the sense of what how he went about his his life was kind of different to everyone and I think mm. we can all take something from that about changing kind of um how we go about our lives um and I, I think what what kind of came out of that to me was being kind of present to the moment I think that's something that's definitely changed the the way that I spent time with people mm. um and I, I think often that that can I think well for me that's that's been a real difference I've seen in my life is when I've yeah. actually made decisions <clears throat> um and thought about how present I am being to the moment it it's just like little things like yeah. being on my phone less you know kind of being aware what's what's going on like I think it, it 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 sounds silly, but I just you know I remember kind of going through a train station. I just thought like this is nice because I kind of I I didn't have headphones in like which was kind of unusual. Um, 
and I just I was just kind of in and around everyone and mm. I, I mean I mean it wasn't that busy but like I just felt kind of present to that to that moment and that yeah I, it, it's almost like weird and unexplainable you can kind of be thankful for the present moment but yeah I was yeah. just I just enjoyed that because I was just there and I was just kind of feeling mm. it um, and, and I think there's there's su- such a lot to be said um, for just kind of being kind of present to the moment oh yeah definitely I think, I think for me when it come, comes to, to joy yeah I definitely I definitely agree with that I think when it comes to being present to the moment you're kind of aware of things that you can be grateful for and I think mm. joy is so deeply linked with gratitude um, I don't think you can have one yeah. without the other um, just thinking about that as I mm. said it but yeah no I do think you can't have one without the other um, and in um, Proverbs 11 27 verse 27 I knew that verse um, only because I've got it in front of me <laughs> um, if you search for good you will find favour but if you search for evil it will find you um, mm. and I have a note next to that which says look for positivity in everything yeah. look for opportunities to be grateful and I think that um, being present to the moment creates opportunity to um, be thankful um, and yeah I just think it's so important and in 1 Thessalonians um, five sixteen, it says rejoice always pray without ceasing give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of mm. God in Christ Jesus for you like God's will is for us to be rejoicing to be praying with him to be giving thanks I think those three things kind of highlight to me what joy is is we rejoice and we pray and we give thanks so prayer is like communion with God we're spending time with him we're giving thanks to him and we're rejoicing to him they're so intrinsically linked and I think the fact that it says this is the will of God mm. in Christ Jesus it's God wants us to have joy um, joy is knowing that God is always with us Joy is knowing we are filled with the Holy Spirit. Joy is knowing that nothing can separate us from the love of God. Joy is Christ dwelling in us. And I think it's just that idea that in him is our joy. Yeah. When we're distracted and not present to the moment and things like that, that's when stuff gets hard. Um, but I think there's something to be said for community as well. Mm. Um, like just if you're feeling down or struggling with joy it's not about oh okay it's all it's all on me I need to you know just pray through this yeah do pray through it but also other people are there to pray with you yeah um, and I think that's something that can be easy to miss out and I think the enemy really um, takes pleasure when we're feeling down and he mm. tries I think that one of the biggest weapons he uses is cutting us off from community through using like shame or embarrassment and things like that um but yeah yeah i i think something that's really really important needs to be said is that um joy isn't kind of this new life that you're given Mm. it's not these like really good set of cards that you're suddenly handed yes it's actually a different way of looking at what you've been given Mm. um and I'm, i'm not saying that you know, when, when you kind of, if you pray for joy that, you know, you're going to wake up one morning and love life more than you did. But I think what 
kind of really comes out for, for me is that actually just looking at what we've got yeah and putting on kind of a new lens to to your life um mm. a, a lens that's kind of you know kind of just made of jesus i guess yeah no um, yeah definitely that's like the um that c.s lewis quote from from alpha um i don't know if it's still in alpha but it's like something where he says uh christianity is like the lens yeah, through yeah, which yeah. he sees the world yeah. um that's what that sort of made me mm. think of which i think is yeah it's really good yeah i love that shall pray yeah yeah um lord i want to thank you for the opportunity um to just to be doing this um and i just i just pray for anyone who's who's listening to this and just feels like joy's kind of out of reach um or it's kind of beyond them um i just really pray that you'll just show them that that's that's not true um and that we can we can know that we can have joy in in jesus um actually whatever our our life looks like um Mm. and yeah i just i just pray in this in this time in this um weird time that we're in i just pray that you'll <clears throat> just comfort anyone who feels like their life is maybe going through a, a dip um, mm. and I just thank you for the, the joy that you do give us Lord that's um, everlasting and it's not not rely relying on um, any emotions or kind of anything that's material I just thank you that the joy that we get from you Lord is kind of um, f- founded in the truth Lord and that's your mm. word and I just thank you for that Amen Amen. So I kind of thought, just as you were praying there, that if anyone maybe is really struggling to find anything to be thankful for, um, I was just, my memory verse yesterday was Psalms 150 verse 6, that everything that has breath, Mm. praise the Lord. Um, It's that idea, if you're still breathing, then you have something to Mm. be thankful for. Um, in, In Daniel 7, um, Daniel says to um, oh, someone, goodness sake, sorry, memory is terrible, but he's basically, he says to um, whoever he's talking to, um, he's talking about God, this person doesn't know God, and he says, oh yeah, that's the God who gives you every breath that you breathe from his hand. Um, and that really stuck, struck me, it's like, every breath you breathe isn't an accident. God mm. hasn't just made you, yeah. and then you know you're still get he he looks around oh you're still you're still breathing gosh every single breath you breathe yeah he is giving to you so maybe if you're struggling just take a moment to listen to your breathing and be aware that every single breath is given by god um yeah it's just yeah that. yeah i i guess that's kind of what we've got for you really um mm. so if you've got any questions or comments feel more than free to um, get in touch with us mm. through Facebook or Instagram or email um, but yeah we, we hope yeah facts we haven't got facts but facts us um, yeah we hope you'll um, stay with us for episode 3 yeah which will be the same time next week 